Hi everyone, I'm April. And I'm Sarah, and welcome back to Mixed Kid Club. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Mixed Kid Club. Um, so this week, since it's Disney Plus Day, it's Disney Plus Day today when we're recording November 12th. So a lot of new fun uh stuff has been dropped new releases and special looks so we're really excited like I literally was jumping up and down on my chair watching the trailer (laughs) I know especially that extended look at Hawkeye trailer I'm really pumped actually Mm -hmm. more than I thought it would be so yeah so let's just jump right into it I think we're going to start with Pixar right yes we are starting with Pixar cool um what is their newest short it's going to be Oh, wait, no. There's a Mater movie coming out with Lightning McQueen, which would be cute. It's like a little road trip. I think that's adorable. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then um, one already came out actually today. um, Ciao, Alberto. um, It's like a little short extension from the movie Luca. Um, Did you see that? I saw it. I saw Luca. Okay. It was really cute. I loved it. It was cute. I liked it. Mm. And then I think the last one is Win and Lose. Yeah, Win or Lose. It's a softball. And it's a softball movie. And um, I related to it in the in the special preview or whatever because he was like, if you were that kid who was dragged to your sibling's softball game, you had to like, you know, like <laughs> you had to like entertain yourself for a couple hours. That was dead ass me every time. I would have like a budget for the snack shack. Mm-hmm. wherever we went my mom would give me like five bucks oh that's so cute that's so funny yeah Aww. so I'd have to like budget it out to last the weekend or whatever but <laughs> yeah it honestly sent me back to like memories it, I think it'll be very nostalgic for people who like played softball oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah um and is Lightyear Pixar yeah Lightyear is Pixar it is Pixar that seems so dramatic for a toy i don't know i it looks good it's cute like the animation i like um i just find it so funny it's like mm-hmm. super dramatic i'm like <laughs> is this gonna lead into toy story like how he became buzz lightyear i guess i don't know what do you yeah, think yeah it's very different from toy story i i honestly think it's gonna be beautiful like the animation is gorgeous like it's gonna be a gorgeous movie but i don't know i am kind of sad that they didn't have tim allen as like voice of Buzz because that's who he is in Toy Story. They're having Chris Evans as the voice of Buzz Lightyear. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, so, I did not know that. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, but he he did good. Like his voice was good in the trailer. I think it'll be really um really fun and really nostalgic, but I don't know if they're if the I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna I don't know if I'm gonna feel it or not, you know? Mm. I feel you. Yeah. I'm not, I usually don't get too excited about Pixar. Mm. Really? I think yeah. Pixar is like crushing the game right now. I think they're really good at the movies when I do watch them, but I'm just never mm-hmm. excited about them really. Uh, okay, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, um, what is next? Obi-Wan Kenobi. The show. We yes. Just, we literally just watched all the trailers and all the drops today. Um that looks really good. It does. And it, oh my gosh, Ewan is so funny, bro. 
Like, I'm so excited to have him as Obi-Wan again, because I just think that he's such a fun, youthful energy to the character, where in the originals, Obi-Wan's more, you know, he's obviously more matured and, like, mm. more of, like, an archetype kind of character. But um, it'll be fun to see young Obi-Wan again. I know. It'll be so exciting. I can't wait to see, like, Obi-Wan and Anakin's relationship. yeah and the action i just know it's gonna be good because like the prequels the animation not there but the fight scenes were there yes yes so 100 percent. and he confirmed that there's gonna be another fight scene between anakin and yeah between anakin and obi-wan yes the snippets look great the concept art looks great Mm -hmm. it's gonna be great I'm so excited to (laughs) to see, like, dad Obi-Wan, kind of, or, like, uncle Obi-Wan. Like, obviously, he doesn't really get that relationship with Luke until, um, you know, until episode four or whatever. But, I mean, it'll just be fun to see how, like, how involved he was in Luke's life when he was young. Yeah, I know. I can't wait to, like, close that gap between... um, what's it called when Anakin became Darth Vader and then Mm -hmm. when obviously episode one when Luke finds Obi-Wan so and if Obi-Wan gets booed up oh I didn't even think about that Mm mm-hmm okay I'll be done possibly I don't know Mm, interesting anything else before we get into Marvel I think oh I wanted to talk about um the new musical series Tiana that's coming out that's a spinoff of princess and the frog that looks so cool i'm so excited for that i'm so excited because like princess and the frog music is probably some of the best music in disney animated history in my opinion Mm. i really like i really like the music from there and so um i'm just excited to get more princess and the frog style music out of it yeah, that, that sounds really exciting. I haven't seen any of the snippets yet, but and see, it sounds really good. I know, and see um, Naveen and Tiana's relationship. Oh my god, yes! Mm-hmm. That'd be so, that'd be I so know, cute. so cute, I love them. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Now to the exciting part, Marvel. We have a lot to unpack in there. Yes, um, Marvel was definitely the highlight, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. So if anyone has watched the Disney Plus Day drop from Marvel, they like go through the past, the present, and the future and got new looks and new trailers for shows, which is crazy and first um, teasers, which is exciting. Um, so we're going to talk about Hawkeye first. What are yes. your thoughts? Yes. Your thoughts? Uh, I'm excited. I mean... To be honest, I don't really like Haley Steinfeld as an actor, if I'm being honest. I don't really like her. I have yet to, like, see her in a role where I'm just not annoyed the whole time. She kind of annoys me. I don't know why. It's it's a personal thing. It's a personal preference. But she is a badass in that trailer. Like, she's a total badass. And I think it'll be good. I think I, I have... I, the trailer made my hopes put my hopes up a little bit more yeah yeah okay what about you what about you 
I'm excited. I thought it was, I was like, ew, Hawkeye, like, why do you give him a show? Like, <laughs> anyways, um, I like Haley Steinfeld on the other end. I haven't watched her new show, Dickinson. Well, it's ending now, but her show, Dickinson, I haven't seen that, but I'm in love with Haley Steinfeld. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. But she looks so good in this and like the relationship I think will be so cute. And um, Hawkeye is actually now part deaf. If you haven't seen the trailer, he has like a hearing aid. Mm-hmm. Um which relates back to the comics and uh no I'm super excited to see where they take this it's only six episodes so it's like short but I am super excited the new trailer the sun trailer looks so good it looked very clean it looked good yeah and And I think too like Hawkeye in what if like he was such a badass his character in what if was such a badass I was like why wasn't Hawkeye given this much like you know like good like gadgets and shit and like more more attention in the avengers movies so i feel like he'll finally get like the attention that he deserves out of the show because already there's so many like different gadgets and stuff on display yeah 100 percent. i'm just wondering who the villain is gonna be Mm. i wonder this is a real long shot but i don't think this is gonna be it but i think possibly it could be elena going after him Ooh. because at the end of black widow um what is it called valentina gave her it was like you want to catch your sister's killer here you go and it was hawkeye so where are they where are they gonna take that so interesting it'd be kind of cool to see if yulaine is actually gonna hunt him down because mm-hmm. he's active with Haley seinfeld who's obviously gonna be the next hawkeye and then they're setting up young avengers so I don't know maybe that's a good theory no i'm just like curious honestly with this next wave of uh, marvel shows i'm like how are they gonna fit in the multiverse to all this shit i think it'll be everything everything will be canon so they like this will be the multiverse this part will be the multiverse mm, i don't know okay in a way because like in shang chi they like um what's it called shang chi's mom's homeland to long is in a different dimension so like they're practically i don't know it's a little complicated with that i don't know if it's technically part of the multiverse or just a different dimension yeah separate from the multiverse but i don't i don't know i see either (laughs) i I think they'll find a way it's marvel they always make it streamlined it's true no i have complete trust in kevin feige yeah but that just means that he can put everything that's Marvel related as canon because it would be a different universe. I think that's a genius move, anyways. True. They'd be like, how does this relate to this? This isn't re-. you'd be like, multiverse. <laughs> Literally. That's all, that's all you need to know. Enough said. Yeah. yeah. But um, circling back to my theory, I'm thinking like she maybe like hired teams or whatever as like a kill squad. And like at mm. the end, she's like, I'm coming for you, dude. And or if she's gonna be in the show completely, I don't know. I yeah. That's what it was turning in my head because I rewatched Black Widow the other day and I was like, you know, we don't know the villain of Hawkeye, so we'll see. But I'm also excited to see Rogers the musical in Hawkeye. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I'm that's why I'm pumped for that. I don't know I why. Know. <laughs> With the billboard, that was funny. That yeah, was that was funny. really cute. I want to play Bill. 
I want to play them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, okay. Next one was we got a teaser trailer for Moon Knight, which is basically yes. the Marvel equivalent of Batman. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts? And it's Oscar Isaac. Like I know you your favorite. No wrong with Oscar Isaac. He's literally my favorite. Oh my god. <laughs> this man. Yeah. No, it looks really good. I'm curious. I don't really know much about Moon Knight. He's not really that popular, but me neither. I don't. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, he's not that popular. Not really. Um. But yeah, no, I'm curious because I'm like his sleepwalking kind of thing is like so at night he's moon knight and then like in the day he doesn't like he has amnesia that's what it seems you know like what that reminded me of what malignant, <laughs> is he malignant? no i don't it's do like, scary movies it's like at night oh this movie was trash bro malignant was <laughs> trash but essentially like she has like a twin in her head like like she's conjoined oh is that the one by james wan the one who did Aquaman? yeah my dad said that was shit (laughs) it was bad but anyways it reminded me of the whole like sleepwalking at night (laughs) that's so funny (laughs) yeah um any other thoughts on midnight any questions no i mean they didn't really give us that much to be honest no they really didn't so interesting Mm -hmm. um next trees Treaser. Next teaser was um, She Hulk. She Hulk. Mm-hmm. To be um, honest, I have low expectations for this one. I'm not as excited about it. Yeah. Because they. I was, sorry, what you were going to say? It's okay. Um, I was just like, uh, I was worried how they were going to do like the CGI for She Hulk. Like, I know they've done Hulk, Professor Hulk, the whole thing. But mm-hmm. like, I don't know. She, I was just like worried about the animation. The animation kind of looks not bad. The CGI for <laughs> what we got, um, but I don't know. To be honest, I'm just tired of like in general in the film industry, just like cop, like saying copy and paste, but make it a female. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. give us an original superhero that's a woman like you know like like Wonder Woman or like Captain Marvel. Like, give us more of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't just be like oh. Let's make all the male superheroes just women. You know, but she like, is an original superhero. She is. She has her own comic books. Yeah, but like she's still like a copy and paste version of the male Hulk. You know, it's just like She Hulk. True. So, it's like I don't True. know. I yeah. don't really. And plus, they the way that they ended Hulk's character, I was like, bro, what are you doing? He's yeah. so goofy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a whole nother thing to unpack. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just curious because it looks like it's still Professor Hulk in this series. So I'm assuming it's right after Endgame. Mm-hmm. And then because at the end of Shang-Chi, he was back to Bruce. So right. Okay. We'll see. Kind of curious on what the timeline is. So I'm assuming it's in between before he like turns himself back to Bruce. Yeah. Another gamma dose. Gamma radiation dose to turn back. Solves everything, according to the Hulks. Um, next one, it's more exciting, is Miss Marvel. We got a first look for Miss Marvel, the yes. TV, the television series. Mm-hmm. And then she will be in the Marvels with Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau in Miss Marvel. So that looks exciting. Yeah. She's also the first Muslim Pakistani American 
superhero. Um, she's from New Jersey too. So um, I think this will be really exciting. A lot more diversity. They, what are we in phase five? We're off. We're in phase four still. We're in phase four still? Yeah. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Oh, so okay. I think, yeah. Because what is it called? The first movie in phase four was black widow but it was to tie up phase three so yeah so it'd be shang chi oh okay okay shang chi would be the first phase in phase four got it okay yeah but um yeah a lot more diversity which is so exciting a lot of more diverse um leads which is so Mm -hmm. exciting so this would be very awesome what do you think i'm excited i mean i'm just yeah the more inclusion that we get within shows movies everything like that and like not like stereotypical wise you know what I mean like just yeah. it can be like like a character that can be anyone like I always say this I always use like Finn from um Star Wars uh Force Awakens as an example because that character could literally be any race Finn could have been any race it didn't matter you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but the fact that it was black actor in that character just made it all the more like strong and impactful Mm -hmm. that's the way that we should be looking at it not as like oh because you're black like that's your entire who you are and that's your entire character or because you're Chinese or because you're you know whatever it is Mm -hmm. so I think the more that we're just able to like normalize diversity and inclusivity in movies the better which is like what marvel's trying to do which is really cool yeah and it doesn't seem forced which is really good because sometimes Mm -hmm. it can go really bad and seemed very forced which is not a good thing because then it's it can set back like real bad so you gotta do it right the first time around so but no it looks looks really good um i'm excited i don't know much about miss marvel i just know some of her powers um i think in the comics it's like Elastigirl like her she can like oh okay make herself more elastic but I think in this especially like with her fists and everything um Mm -hmm. only because Mr. Fantastic because he's stretchy so I think the reason why they didn't want to do her is like stretchy as well is just like because it's like the same powers overdone yeah yeah. but they gave her more of like a sonic fist I think something around there they didn't really show (laughs) <laughs> like no. what her powers were specifically so I guess we'll no. just have to figure it out like as we go yeah I saw some like pictures and stuff and I've I was listening to other stuff too so I think it's more of like more sonic powers I know that because um they're coming out with fantastic four soon well not yeah. soon but it's in the pipeline which is exciting because <laughs> I love fantastic four not the new one me too the old one the old me one with seven. I loved those me too I loved them I was a fan mm-hmm I haven't even watched the new ones, if I'm being quite... Don't watch it. It's so boring. I couldn't even get through the whole thing. It was so bad. It looks boring. It, it was looks so, bad. so, like, dreary. It was so bad. Yeah. I Nope. Zero out of ten of that one. That was <laughs> so bad. I only think of the old ones. That's yeah. It. Um, I'm excited. Okay, I know that we're going down the list, but I am yeah. really excited for the X-Men series, animated series that's coming x-men 97 yes yeah i know that's exciting i love the x-men so much me too unpopular opinion because a lot of people don't but the animated 
series, like all of them hit. Name me a bad one. Like you really can't. They're all good. <laughs> mm, true. And this is going to be a hot take, but I do kind of like the movies. They like, okay. Yes. Yeah, some of them are real bad, um, but I do. I just enjoy them. <laughs> I just think <laughs> I they're like, I, I, can, I don't know. They're just kind of like nostalgic. I probably, cause I grew up watching them, but I don't know. They just, there's something about them that I like. I can relate to. I, I guess. Yeah, I I don't watch a lot of like the like first ones, like the older ones, just because they're so goofy and slow. Yeah, some of them are but so the newer goofy. ones. They're they're pretty good. Like not even a lie, especially like some of the special effects and action scenes are like wow, this is like this is pretty solid. And with um Evan Peters in those action scenes, I'm like this is wild. Like this is so good. Yeah. I'm watching more for the cast because they cast them really good from the beginning. So that's the main reason why I watch X-Men because I was like, these are the people for True. the job. Um, past and present. <laughs> like, <laughs> But it gets confusing, but I've watched them so many times that I kind of just like, I kind of understand the timeline. It's part of it. But gotcha. no, when they're jumping from time to time, back and forth back and forth it gets confusing and then people are like yeah I'm done but yeah. I just feel like X-Men could happen in real life so that's why I think I really like the X-Men mm. like, we all like one day like we could have the mutant gene and then like boom like this shit could happen in real life true I mean it's based off real life but still it's cool it is cool right <laughs> I want superpowers like I like the dynamic anything to get superpowers what is next uh we got announcements for season two of loki and what if yes um i'm pumped for loki i'm so pumped that was so good Mm -hmm. so i'm excited i don't know what's your hot take i like um i really 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 liked what if i'm super stoked for season two there were definitely episodes that were like not that great like to be honest I didn't really care for a party Thor episode yeah the other one there was another one that was like so slow and just meh um but the way that they brought everything together in the last episode I was like that this is this is good this is really good this is solid and then (laughs) for season two I'm just excited to see what else comes into the universe and how they like tie up loose ends within season one and to be honest, like, I have a fun watch party with that. Like, my group that we watch every week, like, they really add to it for sure, too. So I feel like if you're watching What If, it's one of those, like, series that if you watch it with a group of people, it's like, you know, like, reality TV show, like The Bachelorette, you have, like, a wine and dine night with the girls. And it's more about, like, mm-hmm. the people you're with and the time more than even just the show. So that's what it is to me, at least. But I actually really enjoyed it because of that. Then, yeah um and then with uh loki <sighs> i didn't like the ending if i'm being honest oh i hated the ending i hated the ending i'm okay. really hoping that they f- get their shit together for season two yeah i didn't like the ending either um but i think having that like kind of soft ending super open-ended cliffhanger kind of ending um mm-hmm. leads into another season so I think that's what they just need to set up for but yeah it was disappointing the end yeah. yeah oh my gosh also you have to tell them about your uh your tattoo your oh my tattoo, tattoo. yeah mm-hmm. that's another reason why I'm excited no I got a dagger on the back of my left arm it says 
love is a dagger. You can see on my Instagram actually. Um, but yeah, I got it in when I was in LA with Sarah and she sat through the whole thing too. Cause I was like, I really want a tattoo before I leave. And cause like around here, you can't really just like walk in a tattoo shop and like get a pretty good one. So I was like, this looks pretty good. And by chance, my artist was super cool and super nice. And he did an amazing job. And yeah. Um, what's it called? Yeah. So it's a dagger and on the side of the blade, it says love is a dagger, which I thought was really, um, meaningful. I don't know for me, like love is a dagger. So like his whole like speech about, um, when he was talking to Sylvie about like what love means to them and everything, I was just like, wow, that really stuck hard. Yeah. So yeah, it's really cute. It's really, it was done so well too. Yeah. I'm so, I love it so much. I stare at it every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's my morning routine. Cool. I wake up. I was like, oh, like my tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to get um a vision quote from WandaVision tattooed, the um what is love uh grief if not love persevering. Oh my I god, yes. That quote. I love that quote. You should get it. Right? I really feel like maybe like if I go to Comic Con or something, I'll do that and then I'll get like um a WandaVision tattoo and then the quote that would be fun that'd be really cute I just have to come back down I want to sit there I know <laughs> you do you do yes. we're gonna take a trip together spring break yes you come here for a couple days and then we'll leave together for a couple days okay so down Sounds good <laughs> so down yeah I know I was like mm, now that I have some money from like working and stuff I'm just like I can pretty much go see Sarah whenever I want. I just have to find the time. Like, damn, okay. And I love California. So, oh, one thing I did want to say though, to get, bring it back to Marvel, is um, I saw Eternals last Thursday. Yeah, last Thursday I saw Eternals uh, in IMAX. So it was like a really, really good, high quality theater experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't love it if I'm being honest I didn't hate it mm-hmm. I think the critics were really really harsh for what for what reason like it was still a stunning movie it was beautiful I think this next phase of Marvel is really all about family which I really like mm-hmm. like it, it really all is surrounded by the idea and the concept of family which is really I obviously love that <laughs> who doesn't love family and it makes up for the last phases because like the Avengers they're not a family. There mm-hmm. are like close co-workers. Yeah. Because if they were really a family, stuff would have went down so different. Definitely. I feel like with the Avengers, there was a lot of individualistic. There was like an individual mentality around yeah. a lot of it. And with this next phase, there is no individual. It's all to do with with family and um that's really cool. And Eternals is one of the most diverse, inclusive films you will ever see on crew and on cast. Like, it's amazing. It's incredible. I really was just blown away by the inclusion. So from that perspective, I think they did a really, really good job with the, di- the diversity. And again, not necessarily stereotyping. There was a little bit of stereotyping um, within a little bit of the film. But the oh especially with um the deaf character makari Mm -hmm. she oh 
love Makari. She was my favorite. She was my absolute favorite. Eternals. Eternals. I love- and then this is Makari's sign. Oh, cool. Oh, That's yeah, her, like, name. Hear the, yeah. Hear the vibrations. That makes if so you s- I don't know if you saw the interview, but the she... I haven't seen Eternals yet, so, like, that's why I'm not speaking on it. I'm going to mm-hmm. see it next week, hopefully. So, that's my plan. Um, but, yes, it looks amazing. It looks good. And I never trust a critic, so why start now? <laughs> yeah. To be um, honest. Yeah. Like, why trust a critic? Like, they're old white men with their Literally. opinion. They get paid to put their opinion in and are they really going to relate to a superhero movie that is one of the most diverse casts ever i highly doubt it i mean don't get me the audience relates to it 100 percent. there were things about it that didn't work there were definitely things about it story-wise that was like this is just gross like this is weird (laughs) and wrong and probably could have been cut out and I, i mean to me it, it 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 didn't know how to balance the realism family love dynamic with mm-hmm. also the superhero action marvel dynamic like it, it didn't have a balance it was either i'm going to spoon feed you like tell you love mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like i'm going to tell you that i'm experiencing love to the audience which we don't need we don't need to be told we 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 can see it and we can yeah. feel it. You know what I'm saying? But it was mm-hmm. just like spoon fed to us in a really weird way. Okay. And so it like really was like counterbalanced the the superhero aspect of the film. But it was still really good. I recommend everyone at least see it. Give it a chance, especially in theaters because it is worth seeing in theaters. It's a beautiful, beautiful movie. Mm. Chloe Zhao did an amazing job. She that actually co-wrote stunning. it as well. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. She no co-wrote way. it. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. So you you can kind of tell. <laughs> you can kind of tell. I think, I think, to be honest, the writers didn't know how to balance the superhero comic aspect with the realism love aspect, which made it kind of goofy. Okay. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, circling back to Makari. Yeah, um, what's it called? She taught people the sign to Eternals at mm-hmm. the premiere, I believe. Was it? Was it, it was some type of premiere, I believe. I don't, I think it was the premiere. I think it was actually a panel. Was it a panel? I think it was a panel. It was okay. either Comic-Con 2019 when they like first announced Eternals and brought the cast out and everyone was free, flipping their shit about Angelina Jolie. She was there. Or it was the panel that they had just recently, I think, in Europe, in the UK. I think it was the recent one. Okay. It was all over the internet recently, so. I don't know. I think it might have been recent. That sign, the sign for Eternals is only used once in the movie. What? I know. You think (sighs) they use it so much. Yeah, what the heck? Um, But, yeah, the sign for Makari, she explained to... um, Brandon Davis from Comic Book Nation. Mm-hmm. Um, they had an interview and she explained how they came up with the sign because they actually created it. She has these like earrings on her ear that like, yeah. Um, she was like these beautiful earrings that I had. And then her husband actually was helping with creating the name, which I thought was really sweet. So her Aww. and her husband came up with the sign Makari and how she's like a speedster as well. So um, yeah, 
I thought that was really cute. Her and her husband made the sign from scratch. And I thought that was adorable. Yeah, because in um, the deaf community, you have to, you can't like make your own sign name. You have to be given your sign name by by a deaf person. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. That's, that's really cool. Yeah, it's, it's, the deaf community is a really, really awesome group of individuals. And I think, um, especially the media has portrayed them in a very negative light. I don't really like the way that they portray deaf characters most of the time. With Eternals, they definitely did justice. Okay. Yeah. Very good. All right. Yeah, I'm pumped to see it. Yeah. But I'm keeping my expectations low. Definitely do that. Definitely (laughs) do that. You won't get disappointed that way. True. Okay. No disappointment here. Um, what else? <laughs> what is next? I honestly wish I could go see it with you. You would be such a good person to go see that movie with. Oh my god! I know. I don't have any friends here that go see Marvel movies. Like who are geek out about it? Like I too. Like I geek about everything comic books, and I usually see with my dad. But my dad's super cautious with COVID, and I'm super cautious with COVID. But I do allow myself to like do some things that my dad yeah. is like super extreme about. It. He's like go nowhere. I go to work. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a chance. I gave it a chance during Shang-Chi and my theater was empty. I was one of four people. So I was just like, yeah, like I knew theaters were doing bad, but I didn't think they were doing that bad to the point where like it's empty, empty. Yeah. But I was like, why is no one here for Shang-Chi? Like I saw it like I think the Monday after opening weekend. So I was like, why is no one here? Like I'm kind of confused, but it could be multiple things. And I was like, I do not want Shang-Chi to bomb. Like, this cannot bomb. I need this representation right now. <laughs> I need it. I need it for I the future. That. Like, this cannot shit the fan. Like, this cannot happen. <laughs> so I was worried. But everything turned out great because everywhere else turned out. So, um, And again, the critics, like, were skeptical about that movie. Yeah. And I just rewatched it again today because it came out on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Um. So good. 10 out of 10. 11 out of 10. There's another thing that came down. out on Disney Plus that I recommend people if they love, if you love Disneyland and if you are like a classic, more like classic Disney fan, I would say definitely watch Jungle Cruise because Jungle Cruise is like classic Disney in a weird way. It's definitely modernized, but like it's the humor and the comedy of it is like classic Disney, which is really fun. Oh, that's cute. I would definitely, it, it's definitely worth the watch. It's not, it's, it's high action and story wise to the point where it doesn't get boring, but it is a little goofy. There are moments where it's like, eh, it's a little goofy, but I think <laughs> The Rock did a really good job actually in his role. It was fun. That's cute. I haven't seen that yet. Maybe I'll it's watch fun. that later. Um, do you want to do a quick breakdown of Shang-Chi? We haven't done that yet. Yeah, okay, let's do that. What do you think? I, okay, well, it's been a while since I watched it in theaters. I watched it, like, basically right when it came out. So it's been a while, but I freaking loved that movie. Probably yeah. one of my favorite Marvel movies of all time. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I love it so much. I found love with it. I cried during the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, It was stunningly beautiful, and like the way they incorporate like myth and legend of like ancient Chinese um, 
culture and I was just like this is beautiful like it like because the comic books you can't really base Shang-Chi off the comic books because the comic books were very racist so mm-hmm. they kind of had to start from scratch which I kind of am glad that they did because they incorporated like they pick and chose like stuff and then they made a whole new character out of it which I thought was really refreshing and it was just kind of like a new origin mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool and it was done beautifully like the way they explained the 10 rings and everything and um the legend and it was just it was beautiful I just oh my god the representation like yeah oh I agree it was not pleasantly surprised me too yeah same because like she's always like the comedic break character which is fine but I was like her in a more serious role I was like "Mm, I don't think I'll like that but I was not bad yeah not bad um but I fell in love with it um I loved the scene when Shang Chi's dad fell in love with his mom I thought that Mm. was so beautiful yeah the way the fight scene was and it was like so smooth and but they were fighting I thought it was great and fight scenes were amazing um I just like the little like the little things they incorporate like um, the altars and um, what is it called? Like in the beginning, um, Katie's grandma is like setting up to um, give offerings to um, their oh yeah Gong, mm-hmm. their grandfather, um, which I thought was really sweet. And because I was like, I do the same thing every year with like my family, which was really nice. And then when the mom gave them the pendants, like their jades. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, my God, that represents their jays. And I was like, that's so sweet. Because, like, my grandmother gave me mine. And, like, my grandmother Aww. gave my dad's his. So, like, and she gave my grandmother. My grandmother gave um, my brother one, too. So, like, we all got one. And it was just, like, whenever you're ready to full-time wear it, like, you can choose to. And I just thought that was really sweet how they incorporated that. And then they used them for the dragon eyes for the map. Um, and all the creatures, all the, like, those creatures that you see are actual um, creatures in Chinese legends. That's cool. I did not know that. All of them are. So I thought that was really cool. And I loved the incorporation of the dragon because like, how can you not? And And nothing about it felt forced or weird or like stupid. Like it Mm -hmm. all just felt so seamless and it added to the, it all added to the story. It really did. It was was stunning. It was heartfelt. It it hit every single box I had. It did. And by the was, end of the movie, it was like, wow, I could watch like two more hours of this. Right? I was like, this is it? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, this can end? Like, keep going. Like, let's go. Let's boot it up again. Like, <laughs> I thought it was one of the best representation movies that I've seen. Yeah. Asian to be honest, though, I will say I thought their like final fight outfits were a little bit goofy. They were a little bit weird. Okay, I can kind of see that. Mm. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't mind them. I think I liked them. I just. I thought it was really funny because Shang Chi was fighting in his Jordans as well. So <laughs> <laughs> I just felt that was like really him. He's Classic like, San Francisco person, right? Obviously, like obviously. you can see, he's like doing this one in a lifetime mystical fight with dragons and everything, and he's just mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I'm doing this, rocking my Jordans." Like, yeah. Just doing it. The way that they incorporated the bay, it was really cool. Like, spot on. Like, 
it was cool that Shang Chi felt like he had the Chinese culture, but he also was like a Bay Area native for sure. Yeah. So it gives you a peek into that um, Asian American experience a little bit. Because mm-hmm. um, he grew up more like, yeah, he grew up in China more, more 50 50 because he left. Yeah. Home. He grew up in China and then like he went through high school, right? In- yeah. He like, after he killed like his mom's killer, he ran to the US and like grew up there and then came back when he was trying to find his sister. So him and his sister were like kind of raised his sister. Oh my god. Amazing. Oh my god. She oh love her. Mm-hmm. And I find it really I don't want to say good because it's not like the best thing, but it was refreshing to see like the dynamic in an Asian family between male and female children. Mm, um, Because okay. I'm the firstborn. Um, my brother's the second born, but I'm mm. obviously female. My brother's male and it's vice versa for um, Shang-Chi and his family. But she was not like seen by her father. She wasn't seen by the family because usually they kind of like overlook the women in the family. Mm-hmm. And like for me, like my brother's the heir of the family. He's going to be the moi to continue the moi's. And they're just right. like, yeah, you'll get married. That's it. Just like sit there, look pretty kind of thing. And I'm just like, excuse right. me, excuse me. Yeah. And I'm like, are you, are you joking? And I feel that. when she's like, if he's not going to let me into his empire, I'm going to make my empire. I was like, yes. you know, you're damn oh right. Like, God, the we're gonna be seen. Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought it. I just really related to that because I'm just kind of overseen, even though I'm the firstborn. So I but that's all I really have. And they're just yeah. like, Yeah, you'll get married. That's it. And you'll you won't be considered our family. You'll be considered their family, which right. I'm like, excuse me, the fuck? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think so. Not on my watch. No. Um <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, I was just like, hmm, I really, really a lot. Um, and what I found was really interesting. If you look at the colors of their ending, like their battle suits with the dragon scales. Mm-hmm. So Shang-Chi's is red and um, Zhaoling's is white. So if you look at it through not an American color scheme view, if you look at it through an Asian like color scheme view, red is like good fortune money good luck and like good in abundance mm-hmm. where white is like death and sorrow so usually like because white if you have white on um during like funerals and everything you like everything's white the lanterns are white stuff everything is white um so that's why you don't really want to be wearing right that's why you always wear red at the like your banquet or um like your wedding you would wear like a red chunksum and everything in a red dress because it's good luck and abundance and you get red envelopes for like Chinese New Year and your birthday and stuff like that because it's good luck which is red so it's not like anger and aggression where like how we how Americans like view it yeah um and white is like purity and like innocence but in through like an Asian culture standpoint it's good luck good fortune abundance um and then white is like death and sorrow. So I found that really interesting. interesting. Yeah. Because Xiaoling is running the Ten Rings again. 
and everything. So I kind of think that fits. And then she ran her own underground like fighting squad and everything. So right. cool details. And then cool details. Shang-Chi is gonna become like the new hero. So I just I found that really interesting. I mean, that's I think with the outfits, I thought it was really cool that they did dragon scales for it, but I feel like they could have been a little bit more detailed with it. That's yeah. where it missed with me. Mm-hmm. It was like this just looks like something they were like, no, we don't really have a budget. Let's just use plastic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of see them as like kind of crystals. Oh, okay, okay. It's like you know the Starbucks cup that are like spiky. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, kind of like diamonds. That's how I kind of see it. Yeah. True. Hmm. So, what do you rate Shang Chi? Ooh, probably a ten out of ten. Like to be honest, I, I there were, I had issues with it, but it easily overlooked. Like very small issues. Mm-hmm. I thought it was eleven out of ten. One of the best. Um, it made me cry. That's saying a lot because I do not cry during movies or anything. Like I just cannot cry. So the fact that it did, I was like, wow. And the representation, I, I was moved and I saw myself and I thought it was great. Made my 11 year old self like cry inside. So I thought it was amazing. 11 10. Yeah. Um, uh, they announced that I am Groot is coming out and yeah. We got a little snippet of Nick Fury and Secret Invasions, which is going to be interesting. Much older, much more gray. And they also announced Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, which they yeah. did that in the past, but seems good. Um, what do you think? The music. April, the music. I know. I, oh my God, I need to buy the record because I have a record player and I need the Guardians of the Galaxy record. I need it. Yeah. So good. I know I'm pumped for the music and the energy. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to add before we close it out? Um, I think we covered a lot, to be honest. Like, I'm genuinely just so excited for this next phase of all the things that are coming out. I'm so excited to see more inclusion, both on screen and off screen. And like more than that, just like so many cool, diverse stories and not being like tied down to any particular um, narrative that I feel like the past phase really like followed the same kind of narrative and was really overdone and really overplayed. It was still fun and entertaining, but there's so much more diversity within stories and within timelines and and backgrounds and stuff like that with, with this next phase, which is really cool. Yeah, I agree. You think? It's, it's really exciting. The future of Marvel is super exciting. Um, but yeah. Thank you for listening. Um, yeah, um, you can listen to us on pretty much any major platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, the link is in our Instagram bio. It'll give you the links to wherever you can listen to us. Um, also, follow us on Instagram at Mixed Club, and also our personal ones are linked in our bio. So if you want to follow us there, you're more than welcome to. Um, but yeah. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for listening. Bye. Listening. Bye.